Welcome to Leadership Moments. In every great leader's life, there are pivotal moments that shape their character, test their resilience, and erase their vision. Together, we'll uncover the invaluable lessons hidden within these transformative moments. You often hear the phrase, feedback is a gift. Although some of you may not want this gift, or you're looking for the gift receipt to return it. Yes, it is difficult to hear feedback sometimes. But you can't grow and be better if you don't listen and seek it out. I am Stacey Castor, and I'm your host today. In this episode, we're going to talk about feedback, why it's important, how to deliver feedback, and what to do when you receive it. Think of a time when you were struggling with something at work. For example, you are trying to implement a change and others are pushing back, or you haven't been able to secure funding for a necessary initiative. What did you do to try to fix this? More importantly, who do you talk to about it? Do you choose the person who is the big supporter of you, where they are the cheerleader that keeps cheering for the teams, whether they're winning or losing? Or do you choose the person who is more like a coach and will tell you how to change a move or a play to score more points in the game? There is a time when we all need a cheerleader to boost our energy or confidence. However, to truly move forward, we need a coach who guides us on how to be better. I always tell people, if I don't know, I can't fix it. The coach is the one who is responsible for guiding the player on how to be better. As leaders, it is our responsibility to do the same. As all leaders should walk the talk, It starts with you improving by seeking out feedback. When we are taught something, we read about it or we watch someone else do it. Then we try to emulate it. I am sure you will all agree it doesn't go as planned the first couple times at a minimum. What's worse is if we believe it's 100% accurate and it's not. It is impossible to mimic something you learned from someone else exactly, unless you learned it from yourself. The reason for this is because we are all different. The way we talk, express emotion, think, and even our body movement. No matter how hard we try to do something like someone else, we can't. Our true authentic selves will come through, which by the way is a good thing. You need to be true and your authentic self. However, it is also why seeking out feedback is so important. So you can take what you learned, combine it with how you are emulating it, and then which pieces and parts are effective or not. Even better, how you can change it to be effective and continue to be your authentic self. This is what a good leader will do for you and you for others. Now, feedback will refine your skills and boost your performance. It will also build trust within a team by having consistent, open, and honest conversation. It also ensures alignment amongst a team by continually giving feedback on each other as you are moving toward a goal. Providing feedback is an art. You need to consider the person you are giving it to, the time, and the place. 
It is very important to give feedback as quickly as possible, although you still need to consider the person, time, and place when doing so. Before we get into giving feedback, let's talk about what makes feedback effective or ineffective. For example, here are some words to remember on what will make feedback ineffective. Generic versus specific. Blaming or shaming versus seeking to understand. Personality-focused versus task-directed and impersonal. Trivial versus relevant. First, you should always approach giving feedback as a way to help the person improve. It is never revenge, blame, or shame. If you are not coming from a place of true caring and development, then find someone that can. Your feedback must be clear. Clear doesn't mean blunt or direct. Be clear with respect. How blunt or direct you are will depend on your relationship with this person and their personality. Consider your work culture as well on how blunt or direct you should be. Be more diplomatic in cultures where if too direct, it will be felt as if they've lost face. Part of being clear with your feedback is to stay relevant to the one issue. For example, if you want to discuss with someone how they are always interrupting others, just discuss that. Don't add in other items in the same conversation. For example, if they didn't complete a task on time, that should be a separate conversation to avoid the person feeling overwhelmed or confused on what they should be focused on. I mentioned this already, but it's worth stating again. Feedback must be given in a timely manner. If you wait weeks or months, you lose the effectiveness of the feedback, and also the person loses out on the ability to improve faster. Make the time to give feedback as quickly as possible. While considering when you should be doing this for the person to be receptive to it. In order to help the person receiving the feedback to truly understand, you must give specific examples or details. So going back to the example of giving feedback on someone interrupting others, something like, I need you to stop interrupting others, states the issue, but doesn't help the receiver on how or when they may be doing this. Instead, say, in the meeting earlier today, you interrupted John when he was talking about X. And then later, you interrupted Sally when she was talking about why. I need you to stop interrupting others and allowing them to finish their thought before you speak. See the difference? More specific. The feedback should also be based on the task or performance. Do not confuse it with their individual self or personality. For example, Telling someone that they talk too much is a reflection of who they are, and you can make them believe that something's wrong with them. An example of a better approach is saying something like, in the meeting today, you spoke the majority of the time. I would like to see you pause more and allow others the opportunity to share their thoughts and contribute as well. It's not about the personality of the person, it's about the task. It is important not to jump in why someone is lacking in the task or performance. Your job in giving feedback is to state the observation, not what you believe to be why they are doing what they're doing. For example, if 
a task was late, talk about how the task was late, not why you believe the task was late. The key word here is believe. You may be saying, but I know. If you truly know why, then that is the feedback to discuss, not the task was late. Seek to understand. When in doubt, a simple model you can follow when giving feedback is, when you did X, I felt Y. Let's put this into play on some of the examples I already discussed earlier. In the meeting today, you spoke the majority of the time. When you speak most of the meeting time, I felt others were not able to contribute to the conversation. Or, in the meeting earlier today, you interrupted John when he was talking about X, and then later you interrupted Sally when she was talking about Y. When you interrupted them, I felt bad that John or Sally didn't get a chance to finish their thoughts as I wanted to hear them. Notice that I don't talk about how John and Sally felt. I don't know how they felt, nor is it my place to say how they feel. I can only speak and own how I feel. This can be extremely helpful when you are giving feedback to a leader or someone that you don't have a strong relationship with. Letting them know how it made you feel helps them understand the impact they have on others and hopefully how to correct it. So remember, when you did X, I felt Y. Now let's turn the tables and what to do when you're receiving feedback. Being open to feedback will demonstrate that you are a team player and eager to learn and grow. As a leader, it also shows others how we all have opportunities and when they see you accepting feedback and actually changing because of it, they will become more comfortable to do the same. When first hearing feedback, it is important to maintain composure. Be aware of your feelings in the moment, but do not act on them right away. Maintain as much of a neutral position as you can. This will keep your mind open to what you may not otherwise see or hear. One way to help you through this is mirroring. In other words, restate the feedback in a slightly different way to ensure you understand what they're saying. For example, if you are told that you didn't include someone, let's say the person's name is Judy, in a meeting that you should have, you may restate it as, okay, what I hear you saying is that by not including Judy, I am not getting everyone aligned where the initiative will not move forward. Is that correct? To also help you keep an open mind, consider the motive behind the person giving you the feedback. Most of the time, they are truly just wanting to help you, the team, and the organization succeed. If you are feeling you are resisting, ask yourself why. Do you trust them? If not, why not? And how can you get to a place of trust to stay open about the feedback? If you still find yourself in a place where you are skeptical of the intent, ask others for their opinion. For example, I recently received feedback that I should have included beauty in a meeting I had around this initiative where if I did, it may have helped us get aligned faster to move forward. Do you believe this could have been helpful? Now, the key piece in asking others and getting different perspectives is going to others that you trust and will also give you honest feedback. Remember, you need the coaches and not the cheerleaders when you're trying to improve. Another way you can reflect on feedback is to journal about it. 
What did you hear? How does it make you feel? How can you move forward? Reflect on the experience. By journaling each time you receive feedback, you may actually start noticing your own patterns and how to improve in receiving feedback or patterns in what the feedback is. Give yourself process time. Remember, if you are feeling bad, sad, or tense, it may be a sign of embarrassment or upset that you didn't recognize it yourself first. Take some time to process it, but don't let it stop you from moving forward. Be thankful that although you wish it didn't happen, you are glad that you now know so you can do something about it. Focus on the positive and how this can help you learn and grow. Remember to thank the person who gave you the feedback. Although it may be hard to hear, I am sure it was also difficult for them to deliver it. Remind them how important it was to you that they had the guts and care to help you. Receiving and internalizing feedback is half of the equation. Acting on it is the most important part. When others see you actually changing from the feedback they gave you, the more they are willing to do it for you and others. This is how you build a culture of feedback. Remember to leverage trusted sources and how to best act on the feedback that is still true to you. Follow up to see if it is working. Just because you started inviting Judy to every meeting doesn't always mean that you actually solve the issue at hand. The more people you tell, the more they can help you. Ask others. For example, I receive feedback that sometimes I may miss including people in meetings where it hurts us moving forward on initiatives. Have you seen me do this recently? Or if you see me do this, I would appreciate you calling it out to help me get better at this. Finally, don't be too hard on yourself. It is difficult to give feedback and receive it. You will get better over time. Just like all of our leadership development, it is a journey. Seek it out. Enjoy it. Appreciate it. And keep being better. And you will also see that feedback is truly a gift. And that concludes another episode of Leadership Moments. We hope you found inspiration and valuable insights in what we shared today. Remember, leadership is not defined solely by titles or positions, but by the choices we make and the moments that shape us. Embrace the challenges that come your way. They may be the very moments that propel you toward greatness. We'd love to hear your thoughts and stories as well. Connect with us on our website at leadershipmomentspodcast.com or through social media on Instagram at tap underscore be the game changer. And Stacey Pastor underscore. Remember, your leadership moment could be just around the corner waiting for you to seize it. This is Stacey Pastor, and what doesn't challenge you won't change you. This is Tracy and Palmer, and be the change you wish to see in the world.